Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. So yeah, season two of uh, Lock and Key. Wait, that that that's your intro. We didn't do an intro. No, we skipped over it because Netflix skipped over the recap of season one for both of us. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's the spirit of it. I was really confused at at first. Like the first episode, I I didn't remember a lot. It's been a year and a half. Um, I didn't remember the Eden character at all, honestly. And yeah, I was super confused, and yeah, we we literally both had weird technical glitches. Like it just never triggered the season recap for us. So yeah, there is one. Go watch it. I would strongly recommend. If it's been a year and a half since you've seen this show, go watch uh, yeah, the recap. I had to dig into the trailers and more section and find it there. So it it exists, but for some reason, some of their code must be messed up on triggering it, and. The funny thing is, you mentioned not rem- remembering the Eden character, and I think that's the character that's like not even in the comics. <laughs> so, just so is it just ironic. dodged by herself? Yeah, uh, like during the main run, um, I don't know if there's more stuff in the like. I think they did more lock and key comics that I haven't read, but for like the main story, the only antagonist is Dodge. So that's the only like demon possessed person. Okay. Well. I mean, we've already kind of spoiled season one, I guess, potentially. Go listen to our season one podcast and, and watch season one instead of listening to this if you haven't seen it. But I think we are going to spoil part of season two later on. We won't do it quite yet. So you can keep listening and decide if, if we'll give a, a rating of streamable or not. And then maybe after you've seen it, you can come back and watch the second half. Or if you don't care, you can just listen to what the show's going to be. Yeah, a lot of work. So, yeah, I was just looking this up. Weirdly, the show was renewed for a third season back in December of 2020. Season one happened in February of 2020, so I assume this is late. I assume there was, I don't know if there was COVID delays or exactly what happened, but um, I have to imagine this was meant to air like six months ago. Maybe. I mean, I, I know I read that uh, they filmed season two and three simultaneously, which makes sense in a show based on kids. Yeah, so maybe they just took more time. I don't know. It, it just seems a little odd that they'd had a year and a half between, uh, but maybe they needed the extra time to film. Yeah, they probably didn't film it like where it's like season two filming and season three filming. They probably just filmed scenes across both seasons. So maybe it just took longer and, and delayed season two getting released. Yeah. So, well, yeah, there there is going to be a season three, which I guess is nice if you like the show. It it really just picks right up from season one. Like I said, I was pretty confused at the start. I had seen a review that said, like, there was less magic and it was a much darker season. I didn't feel that at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering season one, but it, it felt similar to season one. 
There's a bit more death, I think, right? Like, how much death was in season one? I can't remember too many people dying. Uh, A lot. I mean, you saw the dad's murder. I guess. I mean, the one thing you have to remember, though, is the comics are really dark. Um, So in comparison, this is like a family show compared to to what the comics are which well is like i mean that seems odd dark. to me because the central uh, or are the kids a lot older in the comics like of course if the central characters are teenagers this should be teenage appropriate in my mind they're not um it, it, it there's one change that i i honestly think kind of makes the a negative impact on the show which is bodhi in the comics i think he's supposed to be like six or seven so he does a lot of things that are very naive and like something like a six or seven year old would do. And he's kind of dumb. But I remember but, him doing that in season one, but he definitely didn't do that in season two. You're right. Right. Like, but there's still stuff like that. The character here does that are like dumb kind of things you expect from a younger kid. And he's supposed to be like 10 in this, I think. And yeah. I, I get it. It's hard to find like a child actor who's, you know, going to be able to portray that. There's other stuff they also got rid of, which I understand because it's going to be hard for a child actor to portray, you know, well. But yeah, there's changes like that that are weird. And I also think uh, Kinsey and Tyler are also like a year or two younger. Like, I I think he's supposed to be like a senior in high school. It's been a while since I read the comics, but like the guy playing him looks kind of older. But um, yeah, I I, I feel like that guy kind of looks that age, but I assume he's in like his mid 20s. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that kid's from um, Falling Skies. Falling Skies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that was on a long time ago. Uh, but Right, which is why I assume he's in his mid-20s. But yeah, what I was going to say is, like, even though they're younger, the, the content of the comics is a lot darker. The comics are almost kind of like a mix between, like, a horror comic and, and I don't know what else I would put into, but it is way darker. So yeah, there's, there's the, a lot of, like, comic just... that don't like the show because it's 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 they kind of made it more friendly for people to watch, I guess, and, and focus more on like the whimsical magicness, uh, more so than like the evil dodge being horribleness. Yeah, I mean I think I think I prefer the the line that they tow in the show. I mean, I haven't read the comic, so I can't say for certain. Um it's I wouldn't even say that it's creepy, but it just kind of edges that line. I don't like creepy, so I'm fine with it. I would normally agree with you. I usually don't like creepy, but I did really enjoy the comics once I got past like the first issue and like because I wasn't sure what to expect when I started reading it. And and the first ep- the first issue starts with like their dad getting attacked, right? And it's like it's just it seems very violent and dark, and you're like, what the hell am I reading? And then once you get into it and then start kind of balancing out the uh, the creepy darkness with some of the, the key magic and stuff and some of the time stuff like because this this series will cover some of the explanations of the the keys right and like going back to 1776 and things once it started getting the lore of all that the comics are pretty good that was my favorite part of this season is the historical parts learning about the keys learning about the locks (laughs) i don't know that was my favorite part of this I, I did like that, but they they do handle that a little differently in the comics. And then I think we'll, we'll I'll, I'll go in that into that a little bit more in depth when we hit the spoiler section of uh of the episode. 
but yeah, we can discuss that. I, I did like that part too. It is kind of a cool thing to kind of go over how it happened and why it's locks and all that stuff. So real quick, Connor Jessup, who plays Tyler Locke, is 27 years old. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Amelia Jones, who plays Kinsey, is 19. Okay. So there's a weird gap between them. Uh, I don't know. I think it works. Connor Jessup looks pretty young to me. He doesn't look well, 27. She looks pretty young, too, because she, she's plainly a 16-year-old, right? Yeah, she looks older than that to me. Mm. But, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think all the kids are fine. The uncle, Duncan, kind of got brought in more, uh, I think, significantly in this season. I won't say exactly why. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like there was something, like, missing from this season. I guess there was a lot of dodge as dodge missing. Well, yeah, because they basically changed the actor that is playing the bad guy for the season because of story reasons. What did you think of that actor? Gabe? Yeah. Not great. I, I've seen him in other stuff. He was probably the weakest actor. Yeah, that's, I agree. Like, Because I, I actually liked the actress they had playing Dodge in season one. Because she, I don't know, she had kind of like an aura of like creepiness and like darkness that she had around her. And then I don't know, Gabe kind of looks nerdy and weird. <laughs> like, it didn't really pull off like a big well, bad that's what he's supposed thing. to be. Right. But like, it, 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 yeah, but it negatively it impacts the uh, the whole gravitas of the villain in the in the series. When I know the joke is like, oh, who suspects the guy because he's nerdy and like, but you'd still expect him when he's in the villain scenes to pull off more of a more of a villaininess. Right. And uh, uh somewhat the same with Eden. I mean, she kind of, I don't know, she kind of worked because she was, like, not as powerful and just kind of ditzy and stuff, but, like, yeah, there was no part of her that was dark enough. Yeah, but, yeah, like, exactly. Like, she, what you was, said, though, like... she was kind of like a Jennifer's body light, but, you know, Megan Fox pulled off the, the dark side of that way better. Yeah, I didn't actually think about that. that that's true. That, that That's a good, uh, apt comparison. So, like, that's why I didn't have as much of a problem with it, though, uh, because the character was supposed to kind of be like a dumb, ditzy, not like major villain. He's more like a sidekick henchman type thing. So you don't expect as much from her. Yeah. With Gabe, like, you, you expected a bit more of like, I'm I'm the one in charge, kind of like a control of the scene. And then, like, just because of who that actor is, uh, it didn't really kind of come through for me. Nope. So, season two has an 88% critic score, which seems insanely high. Although that's only from eight critics' ratings. I don't know what the normal is on Rotten Tomatoes, but I have to assume way more than that. That is a very small amount of critic ratings. Why Even weirder high? is there's only 85 audience, and it's 67. Hmm. Interesting. So... Yeah, I mean, Netflix already gave it a season three, but I have to believe, based on those numbers, I don't know. It's been out for one week from today. Maybe a lot of people didn't binge watch all of it, but I, I don't know. It seems pretty low. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised by the lack of critic reviews. I would expect there to be a lot more for, like, a... It's, it's a relatively major release, right? I thought, I thought this was one of their... Um... 
better performing series. Well, we talked about this. There was no marketing. It it caught us both by surprise. It, if you know, I I didn't know it was coming out. I just happened to hit the you know the home screen on Netflix and oh, it's out. Like right. I we, had we, no we forewarning of this. Sweet Tooth as well, but it, and then it turned out Sweet Tooth was one of their like top streamed series. I thought this was one of the other ones too. Like where a lot of people watched it. So you would expect because of that they would have potentially had this go out to yeah. critics for reviews. I, I think a lot of people watch season one. My point is a lot of people might not know season two's out. Because I True. <laughs> so it might it might take a few weeks. I don't know. It, it's weird that Netflix doesn't really advertise this stuff. Well, it's not even the advertising. You you usually up to the run up, you would think they would have already given it to like bigger companies to review. Like with the early access to certain episodes or something to get some sort of rating. The fact that only eight official critics have reviewed it is is so Yeah, weird. the critic thing I don't understand. Like I, I don't know. Did Netflix think this second season wasn't gonna work as well? So they just like did it under the radar and then hopefully when season three comes out it's bad. I, I don't know. Feels very strange. Yeah, I don't know. That is weird. I wonder why. Because uh, I, like as we're, as we're talking about, it, I'm still trying to kind of gauge my my level of rating for this. So I'm not sure if 67 from the audience is is accurate with what I'm thinking or not. Like it's hard for me because I'm, I keep comparing it to the comics, uh, but it, it's kind of like flown off the handle in terms of uh, story already. Yeah, I mean shows almost always do. I mean season one. I don't remember exactly what we said about season one. I, I mean, it's streamable, in my opinion. I thought season one was good. I think parts of season two were stronger. Like I said, I liked seeing the history. I liked the evolution of the characters. My biggest problem, and again, I won't go into spoilers just yet, but my biggest problem with season two was the climax started in episode six. I thought it was an eight-episode show because I was like, there's no way they can drag it out. And episode eight was this weird filler episode. Like, they started the climax and dragged it out and then had a random filler episode. It just dragged on too much. Like, I actually think the show would have been better if it had only been given eight episodes and they had just ended it a little quicker. Which, which one was episode... Uh... Eight was the history one, where it, was all, it basically all happened in the past. I think I know why they had to do that because it, it they kind of get things. why. And again, not going into spoilers. Yeah, but do that in episode like what they really kicked off things in episode six, like things started to escalate and then there was just a pause. Yeah, it, it is. If they had if they had done the um, the story arc from from the comics that I thought they might be heading towards in episode six. It might've worked a little better, but yeah, it, 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 you're right. It is a little weird to start it and then have it last for like five episodes. And then basically also kind of throw in something that'll explain a thing that'll probably happen in season three. Right. And then like spend a whole episode explaining that. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. I, I felt like the episodes were just like out of order or something like, Make episode eight, episode six, and I don't know, combine like seven and nine to shorten it, and you're probably fine. Like, it, yeah, it I just... mean, there was there was no reason episode eight had to be where it was, right? No. Like they could have pulled it forward. No, and not at shown all. us that the backstory a little earlier, or or they could have just peppered in the the um 
flashbacks to that's the, the thing I wish they had done the, really actually is is there was this one episode that was just really random that if you had kept that thread throughout the whole season would have been much better well I, I have another bigger problem with what they did with that though which I'll cover in a bit because um, they kind of broke kind of a general lore rule uh, which doesn't make any sense to me but we'll 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 cover that in, in the spoiler area. It it did you want to did you have any other thing that to actually discuss about the season itself? The, the only other thing uh, again that confused me and I don't know I don't think even a recap would help is it feels like there's too many keys like and they're changing hands too much. The, well, there's all these keys and they switch back and forth between the good guys and the bad guys and the bad guy and the bad guy's henchmen and it, it's. Like and they just call them these weird names. It it is a little much, and I know they're just going to keep adding keys. I don't have as much of an issue with that. Like the whole idea is that there's been so many keys that have been made over the like span of like you know key house being there that they're supposed to be there. the The whole bit they added on with how demons can't take keys from locks isn't a thing in the comics, so that. That, part weird. that was a weird. central thread to this. It, yeah, and I also have problems with that because dialogue-wise, it doesn't make sense half the time. But uh, was that to cover up something that you think they couldn't explain or or do I in the show? The, the only thing I could think about was like they also made um, like Dodge have super strength and stuff, which I don't think the comic book version does. Like hmm. it, it's it's just a human that's being controlled by a demon basically right so in terms of uh, they gave it super strength and then they had to explain why it couldn't just beat the crap out of the children and take the keys right so they added in this rule about oh it can't take the keys unless like uh it takes from somebody else or it's given to them but like you could have just fixed that by not giving the demon super strength right <laughs> just having it be a like a smart tactical opponent that they have to be I, I don't remember there ever being a need for her to be strong Oh, there isn't. That's another thing yeah. I, I didn't like about it. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a lot else. I definitely had problems with the second half of the season. Overall, I liked it. I think it shows good evolution of the characters. I, I liked the historical context and learning more about how the keys were made, why the keys were made, all of that. Um, which is why episode 8 is a nice episode. It's just in a weird freaking spot. Um... I mean, I'd say it's streamable. If if you saw the first season and you want to, you know, keep watching it, I don't think there's anything in here that would make me say don't. For me, it's going to be a kind of a split rating. Uh, I think it's streamable if you have not read the comics and you're just experiencing this without the source material. Like, it's enjoyable enough to watch. If you've read the comics, I think parts of it will just not hold up. And then it's just kind of, you know, things that you're annoyed by or the things that you you don't like. Like, it, I thought at first, you know, they're they're branching off to a different story. And then that would give me something new that I didn't experience in the comics. So that, that part's nice. Mm -hmm. But some of the decisions they're making are just weird and dumb to me. Or the, the comic just feels like a more coherent story. So as a comic reader, I don't really recommend it to other comic readers. But if you haven't read the comics and this is the only thing you're experiencing, it's it's fine and it's it's worth a stream. Okay, fair enough. 
so we'll end the non-spoiler section and move into spoilers. Perfect. All right. So stop listening. Yeah, it's going to be spoiler filled for both uh, the season and probably parts of the comics because I'm just going to explain what they changed and. But at this point, you probably should have seen the show, and based on Jimmy's recommendation, you probably shouldn't read the comics. So. Well, I still recommend reading the comics. They're they're pretty cool. Um, but it's like if. I think it works if you watch the show, then read the comics, because yeah, you got to wait until after season three or potentially a season four or five. It, so. it's, generally, it's generally always better to explore the, the the worst medium first and then explore the, the better copy of the medium later. Right. So watch the show, then you can read the comics. But we're going to have spoilers for both the show and the comics here. Um, so let's let's jump into it. One of the things I wanted to co- talk about was the uh, the covering the past bit Mm -hmm. i don't know why they made it so only the viewer kind of got to learn about that really like with the flashbacks and things when in the comics it's actually a key um that connects in like a grandfather clock that shows basically the history of key house and lets the uh lets the kids and stuff find out about the past and, and learn about stuff and that's kind of when they discover you know how keys are made and things like that how uh, how like do they a, go a, about it? Do do they go go about it over like a long series of time, like months or something, or is it like they go in and find it out and leave? Uh there's multiple travel back to the past kind of things because there's different aspects of the story of of Key House that they cover. Because it's not uh, just the it's not just the jump to 1775 or 76. I, it's I also- think. Sorry, I think the main reason they did it is because they wanted Uncle Duncan to be a bigger and stronger character. And that yeah, th- maybe that... had been made for a variety of reasons, and he had to explain it. Mm. Like, they also, yeah, have a whole thing with, with uh, learning to make keys, because I think, I think in the, in the other part is, it's been a while since I read the comics, so I might be messing some parts up, but because they go back to kind of see, like, the, the 80s and, like, the their dad growing up with his friends and then dealing with the keys and stuff. Right. And the whole thing with them opening the door and accidentally letting Dodge in is, uh, is him trying to get whispering iron to make a key. Um, yeah, they, they mentioned that in the show, but they didn't show it. And I don't think it was in season one. Was it? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. I, it, it, I think it is because season one was also weird. Season one, like, took a bunch of, like, the story elements for the whole comic series, like, from the beginning and the end, and then threw them all together. Like, the whole opening, the the black door thing with the Omega key is, like, the end of the comic series. The whole point is we have no idea what the hell the Omega key does for the entire um, series. Like, Dodge is just trying to get the Omega key and, and basically constantly attacking luck kids to get so it. So they never, I mean, how did they find Whispering Iron then? Well, they, they didn't make the keys and stuff as, as a like in general for, for that stuff. Like, and they, they find out about it later on with um with the time key and things, right? But we don't find out what the Omega key does until like basically right till the end of the comics. And then... So, is the timeline of this season relate to any part of the comics or is it off the rails? It's off the rails, uh, because... So they're just taking bits and pieces and it's... 
Yeah, like adding Duncan more so to the story um, is is a is a new thing. Like I said, Eden didn't exist uh, as like a secondary demon in the comics. It's just Dodge throughout until Dodge gets to the end and isn't able to open the the thing. I, I don't is... mind. I don't mind Eden. Like I, I think that works and helps, especially with how weak the Dodge actor, the the Gabe actor was. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Like. Like, instead of giving Dodge um, super strength and stuff, Dodge in the comics is very intelligent and is basically tricking them for most of it. Like, um, the whole Gabe thing kind of exists in the comics as a different character, but he does a better job of kind of, like, blending in as as one of the Locke friends and trying to figure stuff out. That is one of the problems. Um, I, I don't know... It... I mean, they kind of tried to pass it off as, like, arrogance or something, but Dodge was stupider in this season than in the first. Yeah. Let's and the look. kids didn't get smarter. She just got stupider. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that's another thing that you'll you'll see complaints about uh, from, from comic readers. Like, they just feel like a bunch of the characters are dumb because but the writers There's, there's a point where dumb. stupid, ditzy Eden, like, basically says, like, hey, aren't you sure they, you know, are you sure that they didn't maybe figure this out or something? It's like you know the audience knows that and yeah i guess out of just arrogance dodge is like nah we're fine yeah it it, it doesn't make any sense um there i can i i don't want to spoil it because it's such a it's such a good part of the comics but no one's reading comics to... at this point so the thing i thought they might do which again remember i said like i i figured they would skip some parts of the the stuff because getting a child actor to act very well is hard Right. Uh, at one point in the comics, uh, they actually kind of oh yeah yeah I forgot they did they did something kind of almost teasing it in in this season and then didn't do it. So remember when he be- he becomes a ghost and then we see Sam's ghost is still out there, uh, and then they kind of like try to race back into the body. Uh-huh. It's almost a throwaway scene because they do nothing with it, right? Yeah the the Sam ghost character was weird. Like, it didn't need to be there. It's because there's a big plot point that happens involving the Sam Ghost character. I'm trying to think about it. Like, I'm trying to see if they might use it in 3. If they're going to use it in 3, then I don't want to necessarily spoil it. I, I feel like, yes. I, I feel like, I don't know what it is. I feel like the Sam character was being set up for 3. Because he was more okay. in, like, the final episode. Because it was weird that he was in there. Because I didn't even remember who the hell he was. Because I didn't have a damn recap. Um... And, yeah, he, he felt like he wasn't used enough in this season, so I have to believe he's going to be used in a later season. Okay. I won't spoil it then. Like, a, a cool thing happens involving Sam, ghosts, and stuff that it seemed to tease and then never do anything with, which also kind of pissed me off, but maybe it was set up for three. Uh, but going back to it, let me, let me see where, 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 where the thing was annoying. So, okay, going back to the bit about the Omega door and everything, the part where they seemingly have set it up where the mom's boyfriend character can just touch the, the door area and open it makes no sense to me because it overrides the key. Like, yeah, the, I didn't, without the Omega didn't... key, he can just open the door because he can open the portal. Like, he is an Omega key. I, I thought maybe because Eden was there and she was like a demon that demons could do it but then that doesn't make any sense because what the hell is dodge doing yeah i didn't think about that very much 
That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense, but they, they wanted to set up this weird thing about like a special bloodline that can open the portal specifically. Uh, that didn't exist in the comics. It, it's weird for them to make like the Omega key and be like, this is the only way to get it. And then, oh, wait, no, there's a second way to get the portal open. That that was a weird part of the show that made no sense to me. Also, how did Ellie Whedon's character survive in the demon realm? Magic. Yeah. That part I, made no I, sense. I didn't get why they brought her back. That felt weird. Like, it, it seemed like they wrote it as like, oh, we we got too dark with, with letting her get killed. In, yeah, in place of dodge. So let's let's roll that back. Is is basically what it felt like. And the fact that they very clearly just wrote out her kid and just you know sent him to Nebraska, but then brought him back felt odd. I don't know if like either of those characters are important at all in the comics, or if they're going to be in season three. I'm pretty sure she dies in the comics, and okay. he is he is important. Like that's one of the parts of the, the comics that. I haven't aged very well though because I think they were written like in the early 2000s and I mean the comics like I said are darker and I don't just mean in terms of like violence and stuff like they also cover topics and things that are darker like you know rape and stuff but they also have that character the kid that's mentally challenged kind of be abused and be called the R word a lot and stuff yeah so... I think you mentioned that in our season one review yeah, I, I definitely think then the mom coming back is uh, a way to bring him back in in a more wholesome way, potentially. Maybe. Like, because cause I'm pretty sure Dodge kills his mom, or, or there might be like a switcheroo thing that happens again um, with, with her dying. But yeah, he does get sent off somewhere else, but he is, he is story relevant later on in order to help them deal with Dodge. But Dodge is the... Uh, the primary villain of the entire series, which this season has gotten rid of. Uh, and that's, I mean, if you don't, if you have anything else about season two, let me know, because I want to get into the end and what may be coming for season three. Uh, well, here, let, let, let's let's just discuss that. If I remember anything, I'll bring it back up, but I can't think of it. I, I, I had a list of complaints earlier. I, I started forgetting them. So, <laughs> let's jump to the end. Dodge is seemingly dead. Gabe is seemingly dead. Lucas is back. Eden is seemingly dead. And random Revolutionary War soldier is the new big bad? Uh, I don't think Lucas is back. I think they have Lucas walk through the Echo, uh, the, the, the well house door, which dissipates the Echo. Like, he goes back to being a dead person. What? I don't think he stays alive, does he? I, I swore I saw him walk through the, the well house. Uh, I don't think so, unless I missed something. Like, I thought the whole point was he can finally rest now. Um, oh, I don't know, that would make more sense. Maybe I missed that. But, anyway. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Revolutionary guy being the big bad now is a thing they set up that is not in the comics whatsoever. So I have no idea what they're doing with that. That actor's okay, though. I, I've seen him. Yeah, the actor's well known, yeah, and yeah. he works. It just feels really weird. It, the part that felt really weird was that Lucas came back, who has been in there the entire time with Dodge, right? And then doesn't tell them anything about, hey, Eden, right. has stuff. 
Maybe you guys should deal with There's her. some stuff you should know. No, I'm just going like, to go die again. Conveniently, let's conveniently not do any of that stuff so a thing can happen for season three, which is which is our uh, the big problem with the series is mostly that like characters are dumb as the writers require them to be dumb for plot point reasons. And it happens constantly. Like even even some of the key stuff, like why? Why would Eden put down the anywhere key when she uh, put the music box down so that Duncan can pick up the key? Right, like, why wouldn't she just put it back in her pocket? Why are people putting down keys anywhere except for in their fucking hey, pockets? Women always struggle with having pockets. Maybe she didn't have any pockets. She definitely did. She was wearing jeans. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so the the Revolutionary War character doesn't exist at all? No. Not not in the way they have it set up. Like, he, that character might have existed, but he wasn't anything special. He would have probably just been, like, yeah, part of the part where they show the past before the locks start making keys. Because the locks making the first Omega key and locking up the portal is part of the regular comic lore. That is the first thing they make. And then they eventually learn to use the whispering keys, uh, whispering irons to make like more keys and things. But yeah, the big bad revolutionary war guy, not a thing that I know of, unless it's part of some other spinoff lock and key comics that aren't part of the mainline series. Anything else you can assume from season three without spoiling um i assume that they're probably gonna do well yeah this is the part i don't get like in in the mainline series it seems like the big final plan for the big bad is to try to open the door and let in more demons and and try to get more whispering iron and stuff right and the whole point is he needs to get the key to do it Yep. Now they've established this big bad can just open the door anytime he wants. How they have do you... to make a new door or something? Yeah, I like, don't. Yeah, like how do you fix that? I don't understand. Um, again, without spoiling too much, Tyler made the decision to most likely forget magic. Oh, I have two I have more to... things I have to complain about. Yeah, okay. I have to assume that he comes back. Yeah, it, it, it'd be too weird to have that character and then just be like, oh, he's 18, let's write him out of the show now. I, I didn't uh, know if they maybe needed the to because key. of that actor for some reason. And and we don't know that. Like, the, the show could diverge there and they may be like, you know, Connor Jessup has a new show, so bye. Like, that, we don't know. That would be weird. I, I don't think the fact that they like, filmed, Tyler is the main character. The fact that they not. filmed two and three together makes me think, yeah, he's probably fine for one more season. Yeah, yeah I assume so too. Tyler's the main character. Like the other thing I was going to complain about is real quick is they bring up his his hat with the uh, the fishing lure on it, mm-hmm. and the, I think I complained about it in season one. That he never has the hat in the comics. He's wearing that hat all the time because it's like a leftover reminder of his dad. So he always has it. Yeah, it is weird that they're like, oh, yeah, this hat's super important and, you know, always have it in case of emergencies. And he just kind of remembers yeah, the it, throwaway it, prop that, yeah. It I mean, felt like Harry Potter where they forgot to write in shit like the mirror and stuff. And they're like, oh, wait, it exists now uh, because we needed to for part plot of Harry reasons. Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was one thing that annoyed me. And then the other thing I was going to cover was um, the demons taking keys away from people, right? Like, the reason I had issues with that is because in dialogue, it didn't make sense half the time. Half the time, like, they would say, like, try to take this key from me, right? 
but sometimes they wouldn't even say try to they would just say take this key from me and then people would just take the key from them but then if you're telling someone to take the key from you aren't you telling them to take the key from you which is giving them permission to take the key no like, i don't think yeah, whatever that's semantics man even, don't you well, can drop like, that. No, because there's a scene where um what's his name Bodie is hanging out with dodge and goes take the key and dodge can take the key then and they then really later screw on, up their own rules. I don't know. And then know. later on, Maybe. it's like, no, you can't take the key because of the weird key rule that they made. And like I said, that rule doesn't exist in the comics, so it makes no sense at all. I don't know. That, that, that part was weird. I also, yeah, thought the, the fact that they didn't bring in the hat until they needed it was annoying. They should have they should have impl- implemented it in some other way where he had his dad's, you know, thing. I mean, to be fair, he would have been pretty dorky and the character wouldn't have been as good if he'd been wearing that hat all the time i get that i get that i was gonna say instead of that they could have just given him some sort of keepsake that he had from his dad like a key ring (gasps) (laughs) whatever it's something like oh who made a keychain out of a fishing lure or something and he keeps that on him or something like that they could have i mean they could have had that peppered in early on like we see that hat from issue one until like, we get to the Alpha and Omega series and he builds the Alpha key. I think a key ring with like a little tchotchke on it. I mean, come on, that would work. I'm just saying, I can write for you, Lock and Key. I've got some good ideas. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I remember one other thing I wanted to complain about, which is the demon key. Um, That's a, that's a thing they made up for the show. So there's certain keys that they just made up for the show that don't exist in the comics. So the memory key is one of them. And, and Wait, what? the demon key. Yeah, the... Once you're over the age, you don't remember the stuff anymore. There's no way around that. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the head key. I was like, not how the head did key, they the do anything? Key, yeah, yeah. No, the memory key that lets adults remember stuff uh, is so not part of it. Like Duncan just doesn't exist. No, Duncan exists, but he's not that important in that he's the only key maker or some bullshit. It but just, he doesn't remember magic. He doesn't. Okay. He helps out the kids as like an adult. But he's also kind of like, what's going on? Right? It, it's, it, it's meant to be that you, you only remember it up until 18 because they, they cover that in the comics. Like, at one point, somebody makes a key that applies this rule to the set of keys, basically, of, of forgetting it when you're over the age of 18. Because before that, people were using the keys and stuff like World War II and things and, and using it to commit, like, you know, violent atrocities almost because that's what adults would do. Whereas kids are more innocent and they'll use the keys, you know, in better ways. So there's a rule that 18, you don't remember. But yeah, so the memory key doesn't exist. And then the demon key doesn't make any sense to me because the whole point of becoming a demon is that it is when the demons shoot out of the portal. If they happen to hit a human, they can, you know, possess them. If they don't, they become whispering iron. The demon key somehow lets you hit a person with the key, get whispering iron from some other location into their body, and then they become a demon. And the reason I say it puts whispering iron into their body is because of the way the alpha key works. In the comics, uh, the the way it works is he, you know, puts it into like a demon-possessed person, and then it kind of exercises the demon, and the the demon becomes whispering iron and dies. And that's why the host also dies, because... Their insides, like the. But they didn't have Whispering Iron in the show. Like when Jackie died, she just died. 
Right, and they don't explain that that's why she died, but the whole point of the alpha key killing her is supposed to be that when you use it on a demon-possessed human, that it exercises the demon, which kills it. Uh, I, think you're that... a little, I think you're a little too lost in the lore there. It wasn't a problem for me at all on the show. Well, because why, why does she die then uh, when they get done by the key? I don't know. He fucked up making the key. No. The, it does, the, could be a million it, things. It doesn't matter. The whole point is that it's supposed to be because that. Because, like, the, the other thing is supposed to be, like, there's... The reason he's trying to open the door is trying to make these demons, right? But making a key that somehow summons demons from the other realm into here didn't make sense. It was weird. And that's a, that's the key they made up for the show, which kind of... Did they just around that the key, or is it still around? It's around. He hands it to the uh, sister at the end of the thing. Because the sister has all the keys, I think, at the end. But, yeah. yeah, that part also made no sense. They, 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 they kind of played hopscotch with a bunch of the key lore rules. Like, they make a lot more sense of the comics to me. And then the, the, the show makes... Like, let's just make keys and come up with stuff later. I don't know. The sanctity of lore is important usually to me, but the world makes sense. The show doesn't seem to care that much about that. Well, uh, to be fair, um, Carlton Cuse is involved in this. He's one of the executive producers, most famously from Lost, where they threw out all of their own lore. So, you know, uh, okay. he's not exactly the most faithful to it. Yeah. With source material, you'd think. I don't mind them changing rules, but you're right. They should be consistent with their own rules. Um, yeah, they just didn't aren't. notice or care enough about those little changes to me that that affected my viewing experience that much. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a lore nerd usually, so it usually pisses me off a little bit when when uh, a world breaks its own lore. Like, there's certain things I'll I'll let pass, but like when it's like a primary aspect of like the series, it's weird to me that it magic breaks Jimmy. it. Magic is the rule for everything. Why did something happen? Magic. But the reason it didn't happen before was also magic. Yes. The magic is magical and it magically changed. I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I still recommend the comic as the superior thing to, to experience if you want to get into lock and key. But if you can ignore all that stuff and just kind of watch it as kind of a dumb show to watch, it, 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 the show's all right. I don't know that I'd call it a dumb show. Um, the characters are pretty show, dumb, but the well, characters yeah, are all weirdly really dumb. Du- weirdly dumb in this season. No, um, like a lot of the characters do things that you just go like, "That's a dumb thing to do," and then they do it. And yeah, it's a it's a lot of like, it's a lot of the character needs to be dumb for the plot to progress, and it happens constantly. Yeah, people are dumb as the as the plot requires, which I usually hate. Uh, in terms of most things. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's it's not a, you know... It is... I don't know, you know, it's not a kid's show, but it, it's like a teenager show. Very much so. Like, this yeah, would work yeah, on the CW. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's basically a CW version of, uh, of Lock and Key. I wouldn't be surprised if it was originally pitched there or something, and then ended up in I Netflix. think it was originally pitched to Hulu. Oh, yeah, I think I remember reading that. Uh, I don't know. Fox... And then, yeah, Hulu is obviously part of Fox, so. Uh, but don't, no, they don't own CW. Warner Media does. Warner Media. Well, CW. Yeah. yeah. No. Anyway. Well, yeah. Anything else? 
No, I, I mean, all right. Like I said, just you can watch it if you just need a basic show to watch and you expect basically a CW level of logic for the show or uh, read the comics, which I find are superior. Yeah, I mean, the tone thing for me is enough that I don't care to read the comics. Um, I think I appreciate the tone of the show more than I'd appreciate the tone of the comics, but each his own. Um, I have to assume, I mean, if season three was filmed at the same time, then hopefully only a year. Um, I think I think that's what the release schedule is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So we will see season three in 2022. Yep. All right. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.